All right, welcome to another episode of Isaac's Autism All Podcast. This is kind of a unique podcast because we're sitting here at the dinner, dinner table eating dinner. I just made a spectacular feast. Of broccoli and cheddar soup. Broccoli. Why are all just shaming me? <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we're not shaming Kayla, but as we were sitting here, while you are sitting here force-feeding yourself the broccoli and cheddar soup. Now... Okay, props to Grandpa, because Grandpa made the broccoli, right? Huh. I mean, he grew it in the garden, right? Yeah. And I went out and picked it. And I will say... So who gets more credit, Grandpa or you? Oh, you know what? That's a really good point. Oh, Kayla, you know, I was going to take 100% credit for this meal, but now I'm not quite so sure I deserve it. Mm. Not all the, res- all the respect, but, like, I'm just thinking about that. Like, yeah. Really. Very good point. Well... The reason why I thought, as we're sitting here eating this meal, that we should podcast, because tonight is actually a monumental moment in history. Do you know why I say that? Um, because I'm, um, I forced myself to eat. Yes! Okay, so we are sitting here. I went out to the garden and picked some of Grandpa's broccoli and one of his onions, too. I also picked one of his onions out of the garden. And I decided, when you said, what's for dinner? I said, you know what? Hey, I have what I need to make broccoli and cheddar soup. Homemade versus the market side that I usually get from the store, right? Which you actually really like that. Who doesn't, though? It's so good. So good. I could eat I could eat that, like, all the time. I know. So anyway, I decided to make homemade broccoli and cheddar soup. And you're sitting here being very polite. First, you told me that you're waiting for it to cool off, which wasn't probably necessarily untrue. No, it was pretty hot, though. It was very hot, because, I mean, you obviously have to simmer it and whatnot. Um, But then I noticed that you were spooning it into your mouth and making all sorts of funny faces as you chewed and then had to do an exaggerated swallow because it was hard for you to actually get it down. Okay, so two things are monumental. There's evidence right here, if you can just look. I can see that, yes. So, uh, and he's pointing to a few pieces of broccoli that he did pick out of his soup. But this is monumental because normally in your short life of, of 13 years, you have been our family picky eater, correct? I've been more adventurous. But you have become more adventurous. And so even though you I don't... I now eat burgers with eggs on them, which is a big... Oh my gosh, I don't even like burgers with eggs. I have to be honest well, with you. Well, I mean, if you go to Red Robin... Like yeah, usually it's not burgers aren't good with eggs, but like but Red Robin for some reason it's like they put on some like witchcraft to make it taste good. See, and now here that's exactly what I was gonna say. The reason why you probably tried the hamburger with an egg on it is because it was at Red Robin and you trust them, right? Also, the the posters on the wall kind of made me trust them. Made you trust them, yeah, because you have a long history with Red Robin as one of your preferred restaurants, so you tried the burger with the egg, and you actually really like it. It's really good. It's re- it is really good. So anyway, as we're sitting here tonight, and you are spooning the broccoli and cheddar homemade soup into your mouth, you are chewing it under duress, and then you're doing a very exaggerated swallow, and it's all because why? Why are you eating this if you know you don't like it? Um... Um, I, I guess the broccoli's a little, um... Well, you are, yeah, you said the broccoli needed to be cooked longer so it was more tender. But normally, you would just have refused to eat, but you're eating. So why is it that tonight you're adventurous, and you're becoming more adventurous when you're eating? Is it because you want, don't want to hurt my feelings? Also that, but 
I realized that there are kids in Africa, like I said, th- they would die for this food. Well, that's exactly it. There are people that are less fortunate than us that don't have a homemade broccoli and cheddar soup that their mother made. And so Grandpa I thought I should just grew. be grateful and just force myself. Yes, but this is a really big deal because normally... You would have, well, if we would have forced you in your, your early years to have tried something, you would have... I mean, the only reason why you guys convinced me to eat, because for one, this one time, it was like one day before my birthday, and Dad said, well, you're not going to get a birthday party if you don't eat it. And that Did was he... the green bean incident that oh. time. Oh, yeah, that was the green bean And that's incident. what drove me to have to just, like, think of something else while eating it. Yeah, and so then what happened? I blue chow. Yeah, you did throw up after the green bean incident. Yeah, you're not a big green bean fan. Actually, green beans, just the discussion of cooking green beans with dinner makes you just now, you get upset. Now, everybody can love green bean casserole. I mean, everybody loves it here. Well, yes. But not me. You won't even touch it. You won't touch anything with the green bean. You're kind of like that character. Is it Jeffy? Let's not talk about it. Okay, you don't want to talk about that character. He doesn't like green beans either. I but you don't. don't even like Kelly likes green beans and you hate them so much that I don't very often even cook green beans because you don't even like to look at them. I mean, you could cook green beans, mm-hmm. but I would try and I would go for a whole different route if you were to. Like, what would you do? Well, like green bean casserole for dinner. I'll just see is there anything other like bread or anything. That is true. Yeah. So, because you don't have to always have everything that's for dinner. So. Yeah. I've been well, thinking about trying green beans again. Stop it. Maybe, though. Really? Let's hope it goes well, though. Ugh, because I have to tell you, I really don't want to clean up 14-year-old Coop, or Caleb barf because it was terrible when you were little. Let alone now you're, like, a bigger kid and more icky puke. Ick. I mean... But the fact that you're eating this, well, you're attempting to eat this broccoli and cheddar soup, I actually was very impressed because part of it is is that... You were trying to be considerate of me because you don't want to hurt my feelings that you didn't like the soup, huh? Yeah. Is that your also, primary concern? No, not really. Oh, you didn't care whether or not you hurt my feelings or not? Wait, I, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention at first. Okay. I, I care more than anything about your feelings. I know. Because I, I, I try to be smooth with what I'm saying, but sometimes I'll just go, then it'll just be unsettled, and then I'll just kind of just break it. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you'll say things and you don't think about how it's interpreted by the other person. And then you think about it. And then, yeah, usually I give you exaggerated facial features when you say something to me that's like yesterday. Yesterday, what were you commenting on? Do you remember? You walked, I had just taken a shower and I had blow dried my hair and I put my hair okay, up in a clip. Okay, no, no. I put no. my hair up in a clip and then you said. Let's, no, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's that's just that's just unnecessary. Okay, but I they don't like, really have to hear that. I feel like our listeners need it's to hear not, it. No, 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 no. I feel like our listeners no, need to hear this. Cal, no, Cal. I mean, Mom, no. <laughs> Let's just get somewhere else. All right. Because you're very well, uncomfortable I, talking about this because well, you tried to give me a compliment about my hair, but it was it came off okay, a, a okay, little forced. Okay, okay, okay. And why, what was wrong with Mom's hair? It's okay. I don't mind. Go ahead and say it. It was great. It's great. It was great. It's still not great today. Uh, it's still great. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not a lot as great. great as, as yesterday. Honey, trust me, my hair doesn't get any it's less like that great. bowling alley guy. As I get older, but they stay the same. Like oh, that yeah. guy. Honey, trust me, my hair doesn't 
when I wake up the next day get less gray. It always gets more and more gray. And it bothers you. Do you remember when you were, this was a little while ago, you looked at my hair because I started to grow out my gray hair. I'm not coloring it anymore. And you said. Oh, you're you, not? No, I'm not. I'm not hair. You're just you, going natural. I'm now. just going natural now. And you said to me, do you remember this? I'm sorry you're going to die soon, mom. Do you remember that? Oh, oh man, I wish I was going to forget that, though. <laughs> yes, you told me that. I'm sorry you're going to die soon, mom. And I mean, here's the aren't thing. we all, though? Okay, every day we wake Apparently up. Apparently we all run out of time. We, every single second that ticks by, we're getting closer to dying. But, yes, yeah, so you had said that to me, and it didn't bother me. It just actually I laughed because I thought that was so funny. But it, it goes to show you that your perception of gray hair means that you're old. Do I look old to you? This is a trick question. I'm giving you an exaggerated facial no. look. Thank you, Caleb, for noticing my exaggerated facial expression. No, I'm not very old. I'm only 45. I just turned 45. But here's what they call this, Caleb. Happy late birthday. Well, thank you. They call this premature gray. Do you know that I had my first gray hair when I was in my 20s? I, I was mean, like, I wasn't even 21 and I had my first gray hair. You know what that means? It's just... It's the way I was born. So it's genetic. It's genetic. But what does that mean for you? I might get gray hair. <laughs> yes. You could have gotten my uh, gray hair gene, and you could be... Well, I just hope I didn't get Dad's uh, family tree gene. What's that family tree gene? Uh, where diabetes passes through. Yeah, well, we're, we're watching that because we want to make sure that you guys are all healthy. Yeah, but yeah, so gray hair is actually a genetic trait. So you could get my premature gray, and you too could look this awesome. The look on your face, Caleb, is priceless. I mean, well, I, I mean, gray hair wouldn't be so bad at a young age, really. No, I'm going to rock this, Caleb. I'm going to make this gray hair look awesome. I mean, gray hair I mean, doesn't sound that bad. Cat would make you feel stylish, though. You know, what's that character in X-Men? Is it Storm? She has, mm -hmm. like, the streak, that white streak in her hair. I'm going to make that look good. I mean, you can call, start calling me Storm. I mean, I do love Wonder Woman. But for the purposes of my gray hair, you can call me Storm. What do you think? She's a sexy mama. I don't really know much about Storm. You should look into her. She's pretty cool. She actually affects the weather. Oh, so she's an elementist. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that, whatever that term is. Uh, it means it can control elements or such weather. Yes, weather is an element. So... Here's an interesting thing you and I have been talking about. Actually, this was a question in one of your homework assignments. We are officially in quarantine because, Caleb, what happened to you? I got the Rona. He got the Rona. You did. However, it wasn't I got bad. The, I got, I mean, after all, isn't everything made in China? Oh, stop. Okay, you know what? We are editing that out. That is very unacceptable. Oh, that's terrible, Caleb. That is being edited out. So you actually said when I had to tell you that you actually were positive for Corona, you said. Um, do we have to cut this out, though? No, we're, you said to me, which I thought was actually perfect. Well, you know what I always say, Mom? It's always good to stay positive. Right? Remember you said that? And yeah. I thought that was actually a good comeback to the fact that you tested positive. Now, if anybody's listening, don't worry. All Caleb had was a stuffy note, a stuffy nose. And a uh, scratchy throat. Nap encouragement. Yep, you did sleep a little extra. You, um, well, let's be real. You weren't really sleeping. You were laying in bed playing your DS if that and on your cell phone. So I mean, I guess if that, um, huh. 
I mean, that was kind of... I mean, of... sometimes I actually closed my eyes and kind of nap for, like, a bit. You did. Yeah, you did nap a little bit. So you were tired. But by and large, don't anybody worry. Caleb actually weathered the Rona store I storm quite well. I still lay in bed sometimes. You did, yeah, you did lay in bed. When it gets too hot, it's my... It's my I, I have something that's, I find kind of smart. I, I put ice packs in my bed yes yeah you get if it gets too hot you get little heat flashes you're like me i'm getting heat flashes because i'm getting old and i'm going through what they call menopause meaning that my girl parts aren't working anymore we we won't talk about that right now because that makes me very uncomfortable but i get hot flashes and so i should start sleeping with ice packs that might be like amazing i put one on my back and one on my legs yes but one of the questions that um, we had to get a bunch of homework sent home, because conveniently you caught the Rona. Um, the Very conveniently. Conveniently, right? It coincided, your symptoms coincided with the very first day of school. So you actually have not yet started school because you are in quarantine until Monday. So you go back to school. Also, Tyler uh, cast showed symptoms and that could mean it spread to us. Well, that's just it. So your brother ended up catching it and bringing it home. We called him the family Petri dish, but that's a side note. But anyway, so one of the assignments that was sent home was an all about you thing. And one of the questions asked, if you had a superpower, what would it be? And I have always said, Caleb, what would I have told you this numerous times? We always have this conversation because in our family, we enjoy sock pants and superheroes. Kelly was our daughter that used to wear um, sock pants, which are tights without any skirts because she loved the color of her tights. And you spent your early years wearing nothing but a Spider-Man costume. So our little family um, blog is called Sock Pants and Superheroes. But the assignment was, if you had a superpower, what would it be? And you said that you wanted to be Spider-Man, which means that well, you have the Spider-Man powers. Spider, yeah, Spider-Man powers. So, what about Spider-Man's powers? Do you enjoy? I mean, there are some things that I might I'm yet to know about Spider-Man. Can you know what I find interesting about the fact that you have always loved Spider-Man? Is well, number one since the time you were very very little, your aunt Carolyn gave you a it was like a National Geographic book of spiders. It was up close pictures of spiders, and it freaked you out so bad that you have had a major phobia of spiders. And yet, your favorite superhero is Spider Man. So, who gave me the book? It was Aunt Carolyn gave you that book. Do you remember the book? It terrified you. It was like up close pictures of all of its creepy eyes Especially and its little like, like little spiders, like yeah, huge beady eyes. Oh, I know. And those little what do you call the little fangs? Like, fangs. They look like fangs, but do they actually bite people? Don't know. I don't, don't know either. You don't really care because you hate spiders. Anyway, and I have always said, Caleb, what is my superpower that I would want? Wonder Woman. Well, Wonder Woman, but I want super speed. I just yeah, feel like you get all your stuff exactly. Done. I've told you I've always wanted super speed. If I could only pick one superpower, I would want to be super fast so I could get all I of my chores done though. very fast. If immortality, uh, what if if you were to choose immortality as power, that'd be pretty dumb. I agree. Why would you not want immortality? Because for one, which means I don't know if you, which means you can't really die. Correct. Which means that you're gonna outlive all your family members and like see the future like off the future yes like so you're gonna live so long to the point you're gonna see the sun like turn into a dwarf yeah that's which good. is why immortality is a dumb idea <coughs> also it would be overpopulation agreed if everyone was if, immortal if everybody had it yeah i think that one would be the worst no i would, not I would tell you happen. something i would kind of start uh uh protest if like doctors were to make it immortality pill because 
Yeah. No, I think that is definitely worth protesting. Do you know that there's people that actually have their um, their heads cut off when they die and and frozen, so that way they have their brain in case there like ever is a way to regenerate. You would have your brain preserved and your head. Are people actually trying to make some regeneration stuff? I guess. I just think it's really weird that there's people that actually have like stored their heads slash brains for science and thinking that at some point they might use it again. Like you're going to plug it into a new body or something. I don't know. I think it's very weird. It's not gonna, I don't know if that'll work, right? No. I, I feel like mine should just be created. Have you ever with heard my... of the Walt Disney like, theory? Yeah, that his head is somewhere? Or like he or he is frozen. Oh, that he's frozen somewhere in the, like, bowels And of... they say that in the movie Frozen is, like, a cover-up. Really? For, the the- for, um, Walt Disney. Wow, Caleb, what do you think about this? This is actually... It kind of, it kind of adds all up, though. Oh, does it now? Hmm. Are you into conspiracy theories? Sort of. I mean, it depends on, like, the subject. Mm-hmm. I it... would say that's somewhat true. I mean, it kind of would make sense of them making a cover-up of a movie called Frozen. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing. I think it was just a way for them to introduce introduce more princesses. Because, you know, let's be real. Little girls are obsessed with princesses. Your sister was one of them. She wanted to be Rapunzel. Oh, yeah. I remember but you know she wanted why? to roll her hair. Okay, but you know why? Okay, so here, I'm going to tell you a little secret. So when you guys were little, my biggest fear is, is that one of you guys would cut your little sister's hair. Because she had beautiful hair, and I loved it so much, and it was a beautiful color. So I told all of you guys that Kelly's hair was magic, and that we couldn't ever cut it. Because then I figured then that way it would keep you guys from cutting I her hair. I kind of secretly didn't really believe that. You, ser- you secretly didn't believe my lie? No, oh, man. besides, I, I was pretty too focused, fo- like, watching, like, Spider-Man comics and uh, TV. Yeah, but it worked because, you know, a I lot, of, really care a lot of little girls will actually cut their own hair because they try and give themselves bangs and all sorts of stupid stuff. So I told all of you kids that Kelly's hair was magic and it would, like, and it glows when she sings so that you guys wouldn't try and cut her hair. And she wouldn't try and it cut her own glowed. hair. It never glowed. It didn't glow. You're right. But it actually kept you. Kelly is ah. now 11 years old, and she has never cut her own hair. Wait, and none 11? of you guys. Yeah. I thought she was 12. No, because when she turned on her 12th birthday, she is um, eligible to receive the vaccine for COVID. And she's actually very excited about it. She is one that wants to go in and get vaccinated because she also got the vid. I mean, I don't know if there's a point. Anymore. Well, they still say it's good part. I mean, you still should be safe because your immunity, <clears throat> your immunity actually only they say lasts like for certain. Science says that for ninety days you have good coverage, but vaccination is still a long term plan. So Kelly's very excited on her birthday to go get vaccinated. But anyway, that was one of those sneaky little things that I told you guys when you guys were little, so that you wouldn't uh, practice giving haircuts on your little sister. Even though I didn't really believe that you didn't believe it but you never did cut your sister's hair so that's always good i mean because for one i remember when i cut my pajamas oh yeah up with, I, with scissors yeah you and know, i thought well they don't look so happy so i think i shouldn't touch scissors you know another thing that you did with a pair of scissors when you were young what oh i don't know if you remember this because you were pretty little i think you were like two or three this is maybe before you started having memories but you took a pair of scissors and cut the electrical cord to the Christmas tree lights and uh, didn't die. I was... Wait, I didn't die. You didn't die. Well, How here am I are. not dead? Well, you are here, so you obviously well, didn't die. Well, why didn't I die? Well, well, what would happen if I did cut it? Well, you did. You did cut it. Why did I get you, electrocuted? No, but it had rubber handles, so you cut it. You were holding onto the handle, so that, like, insulated you, so you didn't get shocked. But you, the Christmas tree was on, 
you had scissors and you cut before we could get to you you cut the lights on the 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 grinch but three years old right you don't have any memory of that but i have to tell you i just about like soiled myself it was terrifying I like. Were you about to pass out? Oh my gosh. It was so scary because it was like seeing it in slow motion and not being able to get there fast enough. <clears throat> I'm a, so. Now, I'm going to tell you something that I'm surprised that also happened. So, you know Jim and Jody's electric fence. So, Jim and Jody are our neighbors, like two properties down. Yes. I remember when I thought their fence, electric fence, was just a regular fence. Oh dear. So, I thought I'd just lean on it. Oh no. And. When it shocked, I, first, it, it, I, it hurts a lot. It does hurt it, a lot. It hurt, like, very bad. Yes. But for some reason, I didn't cry. No, you actually could, you were very, you're a tough kid. You didn't really cry. You did a lot of stuff where you actually got significantly, I mean, it was a big, I was like, uh, ow, it, it kind of felt like a bee sting from me when I was yeah. little. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, though, now we have an electric fence around our garden because we have deer and elk. And, hey, we're podcasting, Tyler. Nice to talk to you. Um, But uh, I'm actually, even when I unplug the electric fence, Kayla, because I have such a phobia of electric fences, I'm still afraid to touch it even after I unplug it. Even though I unplug it and I know it's off, I still have a phobia about touching it. I I can't really blame you because electric fences, they don't even look electrical. They don't. They just look like regular wire fences. It is true. We did actually take duct tape and taped it on it and and wrote live on it so people knew not to touch it. No, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Well, so remember when we sang a golf course? Which oh, when we when we went golfing? Oh, when oh yeah, we used to have a driving range here a, at our house. There was a when, when Dad decided to set up the flag. Yes, it was the the flag rod was like something. Oh, okay. When I grabbed onto it, it it felt like I was being stung by like millions of porcupines yes so when we had because we had a driving range with a little like chipping cup out into the field and what's interesting about that is that the the cup the the flag post actually was made out of fiberglass so what happens is after it's been outside for a long time it starts like shedding and so you had fiberglass like slivers all over your hand from grabbing it so we had to use tape on your hands to try and get some of those fiberglass slivers slivers out and you couldn't see them you You couldn't see them they were so microscopic yeah they were so invisible but they hurt so bad you just you just put tape around my hand and pulled it off and everything was better like magic yep so that's exact so if that ever happens any of our listeners if you ever have that happen where you get exposed to that type of fiberglass if you use duct tape it it didn't feel so good actually kind of made me cry yeah oh it was terrible like it just felt like continuous these things yeah like wasps yeah and you couldn't touch anything because like both hands had slivers in them and so you couldn't touch anything because then the the more i the more i tried to touch it i thought i could just scratch it out with my fingernail but like that just made it all worse exactly so duct tape to the rescue so there is a saying out there if you can't fix it duck it yeah you know what that means if you can't fix it, use duct tape. Yes, exactly. I'm only checking because sometimes early in your early years when I would say stuff like that, you didn't understand what we were thinking. You would be thinking that there was a duck around. I kind of, I just kind of use that to be, uh. You're being silly? Yeah. Or did you really believe that there was a duck? Yeah, I was just kind of being a bit smart. Oh, you're being a smartass? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, remember when the saying, there was that saying out there, raining cats and dogs? I think you actually did believe that there was raining. I did. You did did believe that there was raining cats and dogs, and you thought if we went outside, you could get extra cats and dogs, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah. When you said every time you said it, I thought I could just add another new addition to the family. I know it. But all I would get is just water. What does it mean if I say don't put all your eggs all in one basket? I can only do one at a time. Well, kind I of. Do, I can't multitask. Well, no, not really. So not putting all your eggs in one basket means what happens if you're running and you drop your basket? I all, pick it up. all of your eggs are crushed. So. They say don't put all your eggs in one basket, meaning leave yourself options. So if you have multiple baskets and you drop one, you still have some eggs, right? So it's kind of like multitasking, but I know it's, that one's a hard one. You're looking at me like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But while you have gotten better, there are still things that I can teach you, young Jedi Padawan. Yes. yes, 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 exactly. All right, well, I'm going to wrap up this episode of Isaac's Autism Wild. I was having a fun time. You are? Yeah, and I think you're really getting the hang of this podcasting. One more thing, though. Okay, one more thing. This one's about... You know what I call this? this I call this the final fears. thoughts. <clears throat> I call this, this the final my, thoughts section. This one's my uh, childhood fears. Oh, you have a childhood fear, aside from spiders? Yeah, aside okay. from spiders. All right, let's It's kind of like things that actually didn't exist it was just either my dreams or my imagination okay and this has something not to do with the pizza roll no i don't like pizza rolls yes you had a nightmare about a pizza roll and you haven't had them since well yeah actually yeah that is true yeah. I, I okay. Did. okay so let's well, hear your irrational fear well, also pop rocks and pizza rolls aren't very good yeah it's, i know <laughs> you have mentioned before that you don't like pop rocks yeah, I made a horrible invention, like an invention gone wrong. Yeah. All right, so okay, so let's my hear first your childhood fear, fear was SpongeBob. <gasps> oh, Doodle Bob. Doodle Bob. Like Franken Doodle. You used to call him Yaya, because you know, and I didn't know for the longest time because your language wasn't very good. So you would say like Yaya, no Yaya. Well, when I first Yaya, everything was like Ah Yaya, and I didn't know what that meant until I watched that episode with you, and he, all he does is Yaya Yaya Yaya. The yeah, whole he, episode. So I'll tell you the episode. Spoilers, though. Spoiler. Okay, so spoiler so, alert. I'm glad that you So the episode that. starts off with Squidward in his house looking at the mirror, getting ready to go to a clarinet contest. Concert, yeah. And he he uh, wish, he uh, put on a wig, but SpongeBob and Patrick and their shenanigans uh, made him lost it. Didn't they well, erase it? No, it didn't start like that. My bad. Rewind. So, okay, Rewind. so this is a, a perfect autism moment because sometimes when you start telling a story, you actually start at the wrong part, so then we have to back up and start over. Well, I yeah. kind of went a little too far. The you did. episode really starts as a man just on the sea on a He's canoe, in a boat, yeah. Drawing a bit of a picture. And he drops his... He drops his pencil into the water. Into the ocean. And, and SpongeBob and Patrick find it. Yeah. Yes. It landed right next to them both. Yes. And they both found out that... The drawings that they make with a pencil come to life. Correct. Okay, so now... So, what SpongeBob <coughs> and, the, and Patrick decided to do, they decided to mess with Squidward. Mm-hmm. They decided to um, make him a, a wig. I thought they erased his wig because they didn't like it. Well, no. Like, he lost it because oh. of them. Oh, okay. So, they decided to mess with him, but it was a, it was a hair that flew like a wig. A wig, yeah. So, then, the other idea was to put like the the old money and string trick oh yes where they drew a picture of money yes and they would pull it yep 
and the last one is where they decided to make a drawing of SpongeBob. Yes. And, when and it they, was a terrible depiction. When it came back, uh, and when that drawing came back to life, it turned out to be evil. It was attacking SpongeBob and Patrick. Because and it wasn't Squidward. a very well-drawn picture of SpongeBob, so it was kind of creepy. And he didn't talk. All he, he did was, yeah, yeah. Just complete yeah, 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 like, yeah. like, meow, meow. Yeah. Like a donkey. Yes, it was so weird. So SpongeBob and Patrick decide to spy on it and try and come up with a plan to destroy it. Which is erasing it, because they had an eraser on the pencil. So they do eventually do so, and this is the part that got me scared for him for life. Mm -hmm. So turns out uh, Dubo didn't really die. Because they they missed his hand. Yeah, they didn't erase him completely. So the hand uh, drags itself to SpongeBob's house, grabs a pencil, draws itself back, and... And they, they do a, 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 a close image of him drawing angry eyebrows. Yes. And he tries to erase SpongeBob and take his place. Yes. But. And that freaked you out for eons. Yeah. So SpongeBob figured out that he's a weak to paper. And he, say that one more time. He's he, weak to paper. Like, if he touches paper, he'll, oh, he'll, he'll be turn sti- back into a drawing. Oh, so he, oh, that's right. So he will get stuck on the paper if you, like, put him like if you take paper and touch him yes. um, the doodle bob or he doodle. gets yeah the doodle he gets stuck to it yes so spongebob puts him back into a book and hangs him on the wall so nothing can get him get, get him out again yeah but that wasn't good enough for you no like knowing that he's on his wall yeah. like still still pretty creepy and what they and what spongebob and patrick do is that they send the pa- um, pencil back to the surface and yes. that's it and that was the end of the story. Yes. Caleb, your ability to recap a story is so much better because we only had one little false start there where we had to go back and, and give it a little bit more feedback. Mm-hmm. One of the challenges when you were little, Grandma Kathy used to say that you were really cute, but she could never understand what you were talking about because you would start telling a story and you would start in the middle so then nobody had the context, like the first part of the story, to know what you were talking about. And it was very confusing. And look yeah. at you. You're doing so much better. All right. Have you, do you notice that? I noticed it a lot. I used to have trouble. Yeah. But now. Do you know what that's called? It's, that's your. Speech impediment. You, well, yeah, you're, you're, it's called an expressive language disorder. And so you've been working on that for a very long time with your dear friend, Alicia. Who's Alicia? My therapist. Yeah. She's a speech therapist. Do you know that I podcasted with her before? Really? Yeah. I, she has. Yeah. She has podcasted with me twice now. Well, I think we should start wrapping this up. So I'm just going to. Start telling my last few when I was little. Okay, so your final, your final, final thought. Have y'all seen a, a movie, Monsters vs. Aliens? Monsters vs. Aliens. Like a like a oversized white haired lady and a cock, uh, radioactive cockroach, Bob the Blob. Oh yes, I Monsters vs. Aliens. Yes, Monsters were, Yes. Remember that remember. one giant robot scene? Yes, vaguely. I thought that was. I thought that was kind of unnerving, but sort of cool. So I thought, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool scene. So, but it all went downhill. When I used to go to preschool, so the church, and they would play this one cleanup song about a robot. Oh, boy. And it's like, is this a coincidence? I just saw a robot, like, yesterday, last night. And it creeped you out. Yes, and I decided to watch SpongeBob. And there was a robot episode where SpongeBob gets paranoid about one. Oh, so it then, shows a scary scene of one. So that set the tone for you having an irrational fear yeah, about robots. Yeah, so I got a bit scared, and about when robots? it was bedtime, I had a dream of me just playing my room, playing with my Legos, having a good time. But then I hear giant rope pistons just moving and going uh, from our driveway, 
And then I look out my little window and I see a giant robot coming down our driveway. Hmm. And then I blink for once and it's at my window. Oh my gosh, just in a blink of an eye? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's creepy. And then I'll, and then I wake up and I'm completely horrified and that was kind of the last one I had. Wow, do you remember every bad dream you've ever had? Mm, this, I remember this one. I gotcha. So, I, I remember when I was just sleeping with you and dad, mm-hmm. when I was scared. Mm-hmm. This one time I just woke, I remember when, like I woke up and I saw my frog being pulled under the bed. So his frog, so back up because people don't know what your frog is. So what it was your frog? A gift from you that I got overly attached to. And what was it specifically? A frog. A stuffed frog. A pillow. It Valentine's was a, Day. Yep. Yeah. It had a little um, heart or a lip kiss, kiss. On, its, on its cheek. I came over attached with it. Yeah, it was became your favorite thing. See, that's you got to give the details. People really think you might be sleeping with a frog. See how that works? Oh, so I so I look under and it's Doodle Bob pulling it under the bed. Yeah, and he does his usual gibberish. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I I try to turn to you and say, Mom, look, Mom, it's Yaya. But I was too bent. I was sleeping, wasn't I? Yeah. So then, so then. Also, I try to run out of the room, but when I get out of you, your room, I see you standing up, just doing your, the usual things you do. And then I look behind me, and he's chasing me with his pencil. Oh, boy. He was going to erase you. Yeah, and that was it. Oh, my gosh. Also, the, it was just a weird one that didn't really scare me much. You're going to be confused with it, too. Wow, Caleb, this is turning into all your, You know, there are people out there that analyze dreams to tell you what is going on in your life. A lot. Mm-hmm. Well, it's back then. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is the last dream I can remember, like, the back of my hand that kind of creeped me out. Okay. I remember just waking up in the living room, and everything wasn't black and white. Like, there were some tints of orange, and I see you, like, behind me, staring at me. You're in black and white, and your eyes are just glowing orange. Oh, my gosh. It's like I'm an X-Man. Yeah, so, and then, like, the little me is just not terrified at all and i'm just looking around seeing there seeing there's anything else you know what i actually am flattered about is i am actually a constant theme in most of these dreams which i appreciate yes i mean yeah that I mean, makes me I feel loved, good uh you and dad yeah you just you loved us or you yeah, still do i loved you too you oh you loved I us i still do oh, okay perfect just clarifying because when you say love so in the, fa- I, in the past i wasn't tense. really terrified at all of the you're like you just honestly staring at me non-stop. even with my glowing eyes yes oh. i wasn't creeped out at all well i was kind of like unsettled were they laser beam eyes could i cut things with my eyeballs no it was just just glowing your eyes were just glowing orange oh man so i wasn't terrified at all so i just looked around the room and then that was pretty much it wow darn it i was hoping that i was going to do something cool with my like blazing eyeballs but alas oh well that's fine yeah but that's pretty much all the dreams i can know like the back of my hand okay but maybe the next podcast with me i could we can think of something else yeah i'm sure there is going to be but this is actually so with this podcast i think one of the things that i'm just want you to know that you know, i'm very maybe proud this could about be a new chapter for your podcast it could childhood be childhood memories childhood memories but this is actually childhood memories along with all the progress that you have made one you're eating broccoli and cheddar soup that you really don't like but you didn't throw up and you actually tried it for my benefit because you didn't want to hurt my feelings secondly you were telling a story you had one misfire we had to go back and start over because you um, started at the wrong place but that is still huge progress right you should tell uh, Alicia you should show this Alicia I'm gonna podcast tell, if then yes I'm gonna tell Alicia to listen to this podcast because she is gonna be very 
proud of you. The only thing that in that last story is you had to give a little bit more background about why you were sleeping with a frog. Because some people would listen to that and they would think, why in the world is he sleeping with a nasty frog? Yeah, so that's why you got to give more feedback. You got to give more information to the listener. But look at the progress that we've made, buddy. Mm -hmm. Yep, and that is all through therapy interventions because they do help, don't they? Yep. No regrets, right? Nope. No regrets. All right, with that, you want to. Do my my wrap-up lines, and someday you're going to take over. Thank you for listening. I say thank you for listening to this episode of Isaac's Autism Wild Podcast. Podcast. There you go. And we'll see you next time. Yes, exactly. Sweet.